Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Thank you for joining me again on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And for my long-term listeners, you know that sometimes I meet my guests in the most interesting places. And my guest today is absolutely one of those. And he's somebody that impressed me so much that I could not wait to talk with him, you know, hear more about what he's doing. And let me just tell you where I met him. He was my Lyft driver going to the airport on my way to speak at a conference many months ago when planes still flew people around and, and I still spoke live at conferences. And we had such a phenomenal conversation. He is an incredibly hard worker, pulls down a full-time job, does a part-time job, is creating incredible music, which was really exciting to me. And he's also about to expect, or he's waiting for the arrival of his first child. So we have so many fun things to talk about. So first of all, Elijah Peterson, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. Hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. It was such a, I always love meeting people in unique places and hearing their stories. And, you know, we had, you know, that 25 minute car ride to the airport from my home where, you know, I just was, you're, you're just an incredibly positive person and you have so much energy and learning about all the things that you were doing just really completely impressed me. So tell us a little bit about, you know, I know you got the full-time gig, you got the part-time gig, but where your passion really is, is with your music. And I know you're taking it to entirely new places. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and a little bit about your business with music. Definitely. So I've been writing music for about two, two and a half years now. Um, you know, throughout my whole life, I kind of always had a love for music, um, you know, and in, in my later years, it just now just kind of snuck up on me um, as it relates to my ability to actually produce and write music. Um, you know, so my mission with my music is, is honestly to just inspire change and inspire the way that people think about themselves and, and what they can do um, and also the, the, the situation that they find themselves in. I think it's important to speak on uh, different topics that are important in, in the community, um, you know, whether it be love, whether it be, you know, uh, hard times, good times, happy times. It's just good to reflect on everything and just have a full scope of it. Um, you know, I really take, I take, you know, the, the gift of songwriting um, it's pretty serious. Um, I, I feel like, you know, 
I was given a gift, so I have to use it in a way that will inspire something or plant the seed in someone else that, you know, can maybe help them through a situation. Um, no, just keep them going, you know, because you never know what you may say or what you may have to give to the universe that may, you know, help someone else in their own situation. So that's really important to me with, with songwriting. And that's really what my, my main mission, my main goal is. Um, you know, it's easy to make a, a club song or a song about you know money or art. It's, it's easy to do that. Um, but I think to, to really dig deep and, and spend some time with yourself um, reflecting um, and then being, being able to articulate that on a record, I think that it'll touch a lot more people. Um, You're so right. Way. You're so right on so many things. I think about, you know, the fact that we all have gifts of some sort. They're all different from each other. But really, when we use our gifts, number one, we're happier, without a doubt. And number two, we can change the world because our gifts all, you know, bring something to the table. And part of the, the joy and, you know, the melting pot of the entire planet is we're billions of unique individuals, but we have common threads. And I think that, you know, your, your focus on, you know, really important, you know, topics but really using them as reflection points, I think can really build bridges for people. Absolutely. Thank you. And that's like I said, that's really the mission. That's really my goal, uh, especially just knowing the music I grew up listening to. Um, you know, my mother, she's in her, I'm not going to give her age, but her music is uh, not from our time. <laughs> Let's just say that it's not from our time. Um, and I just remember, you know, Sunday mornings with her, you know, getting up and, and doing the, the household chores and putting on the music and just the type of the type of music that was being played it was I felt empowered um from the Nina Simones to the Ella Fitzgerald to the Bob Marley Lauren Hill um you know it was just always some sort of message that was being conveyed through the through the music um so you know with those influences I, I kind of took the gift that you know God gave me and you know I kind of saw that's you know, so much is given, much is required. I think you have to use what you have for good. You know, and that's that's what I'm planning to do. That's what I'm doing. I love it. Um, so I know before we started taping, you told me that one of your first songs you wrote for your wife right before you got married. Tell me about that. Absolutely. So that that song, it was a reflection of how we met. Uh, we met actually in college in Atlanta, Georgia. I went to Morehouse College. Uh, she was a student at Spelman. We're both graduates. Um, and it kind of just detailed step by step what was going through my mind whenever I, the first time I saw her, uh, what was going through my mind as I went to approach her, um, what I said when I approached her. Um, you know, it was just the full story, you know, from beginning to end. Um, and I think that that song is really important because. Um, a lot of times, especially uh, as a young man, we're taught, you know, not to really show the sensitive side. Um, so I think just showing that level of vulnerability and just the willingness to express, you know, I'm in love with you, you know, and just allowing someone to receive that, I think is powerful in itself because, um, you know, we're, we're kind of losing that 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 aspect in, in today's society where everything is kind of not so much not so personal. You know, I think we're losing that in, in, in today's music and just how we communicate with technology. Um, so, like I said, I just try to remain true to myself and, and 
you know, remember how I was brought up, how I was raised, um, and try to implement that and, and just hold on to, to those life lessons that I learned, you know, whether it's through music, through my mom's teachings, uh, you know, I just try to always just stay grounded. Did she uh, know you were going to make a song for her or did you surprise her? I surprised her. I surprised her. <laughs> I actually, uh, and I performed it in front of the whole wet, the, uh, the whole, uh, the whole ceremony, the whole wedding, yeah. Wow. And uh, was <laughs> were there any were there any dry eyes? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was definitely an experience. You know, when you you're so right. Um, I think you know somebody asked me the other day. They're like you. Because I, I put out now, right, with my podcast, I'm putting them out five days a week. So, you know, we're we're taping, we're actually taping and getting everything done through the end of December. So there's, like, all these people I'm talking to, and, and it's really intense, and it's hard sometimes, given the other things I'm doing with my company. And somebody asked me, you know, why are you, why, why are you doing this? What are you gaining from it? And there's... um excuse me, there's a couple, you know, business things that I gain from it. So that's important. But what I find is that I make these deep connections because we have time to talk. And, you know, we're looking at each other. And when I first started the the podcast, I was only doing it by audio. So I wouldn't see people and I, we could still connect, but it wasn't the same as, you know, looking in somebody's eyes and saying, hey, I want to know your story. And I want to know what right. you believe in. And I want to know your thoughts. And, and, and really just listening and dialoguing and having a conversation about what's important to somebody else. And, you know, as our world gets, you know, the thing is, I think our world has always been polarized, maybe not as polarized as it is now, definitely not as much as it is now, because people can hide behind a lot of things. But, you know, we can't get away from being overly polarized until we start looking at each other and talking and having true conversations, not arguments, but actually listening and you know as i listen right. to your music you know the 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 songs that you've shared with me you know they're they're kind of, i think i wrote to you that they're like hypnotic they make you want to listen and you want to hear the words and you want to hear the thoughts so i think anything that stops us and makes us slow down and listen is really powerful today definitely definitely so thanks for that yeah, you're welcome. I, it's really, it's really impressive. So Elijah, one of the things that I was so excited about is, you know, you, ever since I met you now, you're taking your music to a whole new level and now you actually have a company and it's called Endless Potential, which of course with my shock, your potential just makes me infinitely happy. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, why'd you name your company that? And, you know, what does it, what does it mean to you? Oh, thanks for the question. So I chose the name Endless Potential uh, primarily because I just knew the importance of, um, you know, empowering each other just to uh, get that message across that you can do and be whatever you want to be in life. Um, as long as you do the work, as long as you're committed to actually doing the work, um, your potential really is limitless. It's endless. Um, you just have to believe and, and really take invest in yourself the time that's necessary to, to get to that next level. Uh, I think that that's, that's a, a, miss, a, a missing piece that uh, a lot of us have. You know, we want, we have an idea, but we really don't uh, go all in with it for one reason or another. Um, I think, and honestly, I think a lot of that is, is being discouraged or just not believing in yourself. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, so the mission is just um, is giving people a voice and giving people um, perspective on different situations that we find ourselves in in everyday life. Um, and my, my, my goal is to just kind of give a navigation of how to maybe work through certain situations or through, you know, uh, through the good, the bad, and the ugly. I cover mm-hmm. it all. So nothing, no stone goes, no stone goes unturned. Um, because you know that's what life is. Life is everything. It's not just all good. It's not all bad. Um, and to mm-hmm. try to portray that, it's kind of uh, you know misleading. So endless potential with the music, it it takes you on a journey. You know, so, some songs will make you cry. Some will make you laugh. Some will make you you know feel nostalgia. It's just mm-hmm. there's a, a song for everything. I love it, and it's so true. You know, in the Instagram world we live in where everybody's trying to make everything perfect, you know, and look perfect. It's, it causes actually a lot of stress and anxiety for people, you know, because if they don't feel like they're keeping up, um, you know, it, it, well, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? And it's so funny because a couple weeks ago, you know, I do this like morning motivation video and I was tired. I was like, I'd been, you know, like working really long hours and I was like exhausted. And I remember sitting down at my camera and going, oh my gosh, I have like the worst hair ever. So I just started playing around as I was talking and I made like this unicorn horn. <laughs> and so I just talked like that for a minute. I go, don't you ever wonder, you know, is it okay if you have a bad hair day? And so I had the greatest comments from people like, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, but that's how I felt at that moment. <laughs> right, right. Hey, I'm not mad at you. Hey, <laughs> you you have to you have to do everything. You just have to live. I think that's really important. Just live. Just live life. Just be you. Absolutely. You know, and, Absolutely. and that's one of the things that really stuck out uh, when we first met. Um, I I came home and I told my wife, I'm like, she's like the coolest lady in my life today. I'm like, she had blue and green hair. She was like a corporate trainer. And I'm like, she just, she didn't, she didn't strike me as a corporate trainer. And I'm like, she's herself. Um, And I appreciated that. I'm like, she was, she just cool, you know, she's down to earth and you're just you, you know? And I think that that's really important to remain true to yourself and uh, just remain grounded. Like I said, stay grounded. Yeah. And I think it's funny because I, you know, just as a thing, people ask me about my hair a lot and it, it actually started, um, I think it's been five years now. And I, I was going through a really stressful work situation and I was just, I didn't know who I was for a little bit. I was trying to so hard to be someone else and I'm not like that, but I was in a very unique situation. And for a very short period of time, I kept feeling like I had, you know, going from the walls being massive to the walls going here in terms of expectations. And I remember I went to get my hair done and, you know, we were basically deciding which shade of blonde I was going to be that day. And I said to my hairstyle, she goes, well, what color are we going to do? I go, I want navy blue right here in the bangs. And she goes, really? And I said, you know, I think I was joking, but no, let's do it. And that started something else. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, my gosh, all the creative part of me can still live with the professional me. I can have both. I can have both of these parts of me exist. And 
it's funny because I know people are taken aback by my hair at first, but after a little while, they forget about it. And they're like, oh, well, that's just part of who she is instead of, oh, my gosh, that defines her. And it was so freeing to me that I look back and I go, wow, I wonder what would have happened if I would have done it earlier. And I don't wish that I would have, you know, because you can't change those things. But it just makes me kind of curious because it was like a complete other freedom. And I've always kind of, you know, marched to my own drummer, but it was completely different. I think to your point, you know, when you're trying to express reality, it's, you know, we're always fighting what we want to bring out in ourselves versus what our head says we have to do to conform or make other people happy or whatever. And, and it's, you know, it can be a constant balance. And so, you know, expressing yourself through hair color or through music or, you know, writing or running or, you know, baking, you know, there's so many ways we can have outlets where our creative side help us to um, express ourselves. You know, even, even if all we're doing is expressing to ourselves personally, it is so freeing as a human being. Absolutely. I agree. 110%. And, and just to touch on your point, um, you know, when I record, because I have, my, I have a, my own studio, so when I record, I have to be in a room by myself because that really allows me to let loose and try different things and, and, and experiment with different sounds and different tones and pitches that if someone was sitting across the room, I would, you know, be terrified, not terrified, but you would, you would think twice about trying something. Yeah. Um, and, re and recently I kind of forced myself to step outside of that box and uh, I recorded with people in the room. Um, and I think that that was really important because, you know, when you get, I one thing I learned is like when you get too comfortable, you know, you kind of get stagnant and you're not really growing. You're just staying where you are. It's just a flat line. Um, so I wanted to challenge myself to put myself in that environment to see how I can dig myself out. How you did know, you do? What was the experience like for you? So the experience was actually uh, great. It was amazing. And the song that we recorded um, is actually uh, in the process of being shot right now for a placement. Wow. So I was uh, I was tapped on the shoulder to um, to write on a, a particular track that had to do a lot with the times that are currently uh, are we currently witnessing. Um, so, you know, when I when I first got the record, I, I sat with it and it really touched me. I'm like, wow, this this record is an extremely powerful record, and it really has the potential to to really shift the thinking and, and really put things in perspective um, for the masses. Um, so I spent a few days with the, with this song. I listened to the first time I got it, I listened to it one time, um, and it, it, I just let it settle. You know, a few days later, the producer, he sent me a text message. He's like, hey, what's going on, E? What's up with the verse? I need the verse. I need the verse. So, you know, so that day I came home from work. I went to this, went to my studio, um, and I just let the beat play. And that's, that's typically what my process is. I let the beat play. Um, I just I just soak in that moment and listen to what the, the, the music is telling me to say. Um, and I think that's that's really the the uh, the spiritual aspect of making music. So you can really listen to the beat, listen to every instrument and tone and everything within it and you gotta find and create a story and a narrative. Um, so yes, that experience was was um, I was extremely nervous, but I did it, and uh, everything turned out great. 
uh, we turned the song in and uh, he, he the publisher he decided to shop it he really he really enjoyed the, the the song and the message and he saw a great promise in it so like I said hopefully everything works out by November that uh it maybe gets picked up by a major movie or a documentary or something of that nature that is fantastic and I think that's just going to be step one of many great things for you because what I've l- heard from you has you know like I was saying earlier it's you know what what I was what I hear is is a story, but it's hypnotic in some sense. It's like, it pulls me in. I want to know, I want to know more. And I think what, what an incredible opportunity. But as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, is that the norm? Is that, or is it sometimes you write the words and then the music follows or write the music and the words follow? Because I would think that would be really challenging to hear the music and then say, okay, now I have to come up with the story that goes with it. No. Personally, for myself, it's it's the complete opposite. Um, because I think the first thing that when a song comes on, what people listen to is the beat. What's the vibe? What's the tone of the song? Mm-hmm. So I think, cause honestly, I'll sit in my studio and I'll sit for hours and look for the right beat. So if I go to the studio at 6, I might not start a song until 8 o'clock. It's because no track has really touched my soul and in my heart it made me feel something. I have to feel something in order for me to produce that. Um, mm. A level of, of artistic freedom. Um, if I don't feel it, it'll just come out like a generic a generic song, but I take a lot of pride in words. I take a lot of pride in the storytelling uh, aspect of it. Um, so I think you have to have that. It's kind of like a, you know, you're, you're on building ground. You can't build on a, a ground that's not solid, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what I use the tracks as. You know, that's my foundation. That's my base. Um, and everything else kind of, you know, flourishes from there. I'm just really impressed. I'm really excited to hear about it because as you, you know, talk a little bit more about it, you know, and in, in dealing with what's going on, I'm assuming that's dealing with, you know, issues of differences in race and how people are accepting of each other and, you know, how we build a, a future that is really inclusive. I'm, are those kind of the, the themes that you were working towards? Absolutely. So I touch on, I touch on that. I touch on love. I touch on everything. Um, a lot of my, my music is a lot of reflection. Um, so I'll, I'll say it like this, uh, growing up, I wasn't the person that would really express himself. I was kind of, I had my ways of expressing myself. Uh, and I had to find a, a, a way to kind of channel that and really make um, make something productive out of it. So how I can put this in, 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 in a simple terms, this allowed me an outlet to express myself. Um, and it's a, it's a open court. You know, I can say what I want. I can say how I feel. This is my studio. This is my song. These are my emotions. And no one can kind of coach me through that or tell me it's wrong. I mean, I think that that's, that's, that's important. I think that's one part of the, the field that a lot of mainstream artists don't have, where they feel the pressure to really create a, maybe a club hit or a dance song or a song for festivals. But mine, you know, and not that mine is any better or worse, my mind is focusing on the inside. It's like you're gonna feel something, you're gonna think something, you're gonna you're not gonna go out of the song the same way you came into it. And that's really what I strive for. Love it. 
So do you have a song that you think that we really should hear? Something that is really important to you? Absolutely. Uh, one song, I actually just wrote it, um, and I was, I'm, I've been working with a Philadelphia-based producer named E. Banger. Um, he, he graced me with one of these, his tracks, and uh, I wrote to it, it's called Lifestyle. And lifestyle, it really just touches on um, a lot of what we see in, in our communities. Um, it kind of displays the mindset. It displays uh, basically a holistic view of who we are and what, why we think the way we think and how we think. Uh, I think it's important. I always kind of go off of the, the, uh, the saying, you know, if you understand the spark, then you understand the flame. Um, and I think that's what I really write towards is, is gaining understanding. You're going to understand something about that particular situation by the end of the song. Um, and I, I honestly, I use that in my marriage sometimes as well. Because, um, you know, just like any other married person, some conversations, they, they don't go always as planned. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, they don't always go as planned. So if you have a creative way to kind of position a thought or a feeling or an emotion, it might resonate with that person a lot different. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I can write a song about something that me and my wife may have discussed that I just can't articulate. I can't get her to understand it. Um, but on the flip side of that, I also can write songs from her perspective. When I go down to the studio and I'm thinking about a situation or a discussion that we may have had, and I actually come to the realization I was wrong. Mm. So let me write something from this perspective and show her that I understand that, you know, I might have been tripping about something or I might have looked at the situation the wrong way, but I get it. But it's not always easy to come and say that to someone. So just finding a way to express myself, I think that's what music has, has provided me. Uh, especially, come, I came from a, a pretty large family. My mother had five kids. Um, so with saying that, you know, you kind of got dealt with when you can. My mom, she, she loved us all equally. It was it was a great environment. Um, but with five kids, you can imagine that can be pretty difficult to juggle. Um, mm-hmm. So I learned, well, honestly, as, an, as, as a kid, I really wouldn't express myself a lot. I would kind of just go to my corner um, and shut down. But like I said, this just provided me the opportunity to really get out some of those feelings. Uh, and my mother, she loves it because a lot of the situations that I, I, I cover, they're from childhood, they're things that I've experienced in growing up, uh, situations, you know, in the household or in the neighborhood that my mother could look back on and say, wow, like that perspective that you just wrote from, I never even thought about it that way. Aww. That's amazing. That's a wonderful way. What a compliment from your mother too. That must have made you feel pretty darn good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It really tripped me up when my mother, I'll send her a song and uh, and she'll call me. And I know that it's a good one whenever she's crying. She's like, my mom, she's a crier. I love her, but she's, she's a crier. But when she calls me sometimes, she just, and she'll just cry on the phone. I'm like, like this is, it's just, it's just powerful. It's just because my mother and I were really close. Uh, so we are, we have a, a strong barn. Um, and oftentimes what she does, she'll send me poems, but she's a poet. Um, so we kind of, that's, our bonding, our bonding level um, is, is the artistry, the, the words, the poetry, and the feelings. 
I love it. Well, let's take a listen to uh, Lifestyle. Attention listeners, the following song contains lyrics that may be offensive to some people. We encourage you to listen, however, closely to the story that Elijah is telling. He challenges us to think about how we get to choose our own identity, regardless of where or how we are raised. His message makes me want to continue to ask questions of each other and to truly listen to the answers. Here is Identity. I always wanted the best of my brothers. I still got a few that got caught in the trap. A few on the run, a few overseas that be running the map A few in the pen cause they wanted to jack Not right but it's better than selling you crack But I'm never judging, it's just a discussion Believe me my nigga, I've been where you at Mentally feeling the points of the pressure society puts on the back uh, But we gon' be good, learned that in the hood Everybody be telling you that uh, Especially that crazy cause it stay in some shit So we stay with the strap They provide security when they come near me Gotta start giving them that In the hood, we live a different lifestyle Lifestyle, lifestyle Never thought this be my life now Electricity fueling up like a Tesla. I'm rolling, I keep going. They know what they want to test me. I'm just sparking up, I'm like years away from the best me. Like what they fed slaves versus grandma's recipes. Rest in peace, I'll carry out the legacy. Wish I would have reached out to you, wanted you to reach out to me. Now I look in the clouds to see your face. Regret could take you there, but I'm okay, I swear. It's all love, let me make it clear. Growing up in the heart, we live a different lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. Never thought this be my life now. Oh my gosh, Elijah, your music continues to inspire me always. And I am so thankful that we have a chance to share some of these with our listeners. So, you know, now I'm going to get to just a couple little more professional, you know, personal kind of questions that I'd like to ask people, because this is really about how we, you know, each shock our own potential. So when you look back on your life and your professional life is changing because you're, you know, you're changing and adapting and you're moving towards a a new trajectory. What's the most important professional lesson you've ever learned in your life that has helped you to shock your potential? Great question. (laughs) So one of the most uh, profound lessons that I've learned in my professional life would have to be uh, people do business with people they like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in saying that, people like genuine people, you know, and it usually shows through interactions. So, you know, whether it's through a business deal or just, just a simple meeting through a lift ride, you know, you can pretty much yeah. sense who's a genuine person and who you want to kind of affiliate yourself with because you know, just in today's climate, it's it's not a it's not an easy thing to find good people, just good solid people. Um, so I'm I'm glad that we we connected on that level as well. So, um, so yeah, it's just it's being genuine. And I learned that because um, I was in a management program and I had the pleasure of working with you know several different managers and just witnessing you know this person had this type of style and that's her style and this is his style but they're all getting the job done. So there's no cookie cutter mold way of doing things. You just have to be the best version of yourself in 
accept that and be willing to accept it and be at peace with it. And I think that's a lot of times where uh, where people kind of fall short, where they're not really at peace with who they are and what they what energy they have to give to the world. They want to be something or someone that they're not. And it's like, when God make one of you, it's no be you. Embrace it. <laughs> Love it. You know, you're unique. If we were all the same, the world would be pretty boring. My thing. So um, I think, like I said, just be an individual and be genuine because people I'm... do business with people they like. So. I agree. And the, and the best way to be liked is to be genuine. Because, you know, you can be the life of the party and all those things, but if you're not genuine, nobody's going to come around the next day after the party's over. Right. And they see it. They, they can see it. So it's just like, and it kind of goes back to the endless potential. It's just like, you're good enough. You're good enough to be yourself. You're good enough to just stand firm in, in who you are. Um, because, and you'll do great things in doing that. But I think it's whenever we try to, be something or someone that we're not is where we run into the roadblocks because things aren't natural at that point. So you kind of have to, you have to kind of try to figure it out where if you were just being you, you wouldn't have to think about the next thing because you already know what it is. Yeah, I agree. Which also, you know, kind of leads to my next question that I love to ask everybody because it's, you know, it's a little unrealistic of a question, but I think it's all about still about what we learn. So I always ask people, if you could go back to any point in time, and talk to the younger Elijah and tell him anything that would either shock his potential farther, faster, or kept him on the same path. When would you go back to him? At what point in time? And what would you tell him? I would probably go back to um, definitely childhood from the ages, maybe from, uh, from 10, about uh, 15, 16. Uh, I would just go back and, and really just tell myself to embrace change uh, because, you know, as I go through life, I kind of understand that that's the only thing that's really constant is change. Um, so with that, you just have to keep rolling. Just keep going. Don't get too caught up. Don't let the lows get too low. Don't let the highs get too high. Um, just keep moving. And I think once we kind of understand that things aren't always going to go as planned, uh, I think that's when we can, I guess I keep using the word peace, but I, I just believe that everything should be centered around peace. You know, some sort of peace, peace in the home, peace at work, peace with your friends. I think that's really what we all yearn for is peace. Mm -hmm. um, so I think uh, just understanding that, that life is ever so changing. Um, like, Who would have thought that we would be here in 2020 uh, with everything that's going on right now? Um, but we have to find our, our, our ways to adapt and just keep moving. Mm -hmm. so, so true. So definitely just embrace change. <laughs> that's. Amen. Well, I know we will have, we will have your contact information in the show notes, but just in case somebody wants right now to type and find you right away, what's the best way for them to find you? So my music page um, on Instagram, it is EP writes more. Just how it sounds. EP writes more. Um, and also um, if you are interested, I, I, I do also run own and operate endless potential apparel. Um, and that is endless potential apparel on Instagram as well. All right. My goodness. You've got, I don't know how many things you've got going on. You are like, you are, you're a maestro at so many things. This is so exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Like I said, it's just, it's just really just understanding that, you know, and looking at the examples that came before me. Um, I look at people like 
you know, Damon John, who, you know, listening to his story with, with FUBU, you know, he started on the corner with a, with a simple hat and he yes. turned into multi, a multi-million dollar company. Um, people like that, I just look at it it's like, well, what separates me from this person? And then when I look in the mirror, it's like nothing. Yeah. Nothing really separates me except for they did the work. You know, I'm in the process. I'm I'm still building, but I don't have a, I really don't have a doubt in my mind that I'll be there one day because I'm willing to do the work. Um, yes. So, with that being said, it's it's just a matter of time, and I'm at peace in this moment. I'm at peace with the journey because I just know, as long as you you're just genuine, you keep pushing, you keep moving forward, things will unfold. It's just how the universe works sometimes. Absolutely. And I think those are fantastic words of wisdom. Do you, I think it's a great point to, uh, to, you know, say this is powerful. I think I'm really impressed, but just in case you have, do you have any other last words of wisdom or pearls of advice that you want to share? I mean, you've just been throwing them out there. I'm just like catching them left and right, <laughs> but you might have some more. I appreciate it. Um, just, just the last words of wisdom. I would just encourage everyone, you know, in your spare time, when you have, you know, five, ten minutes alone, just really take a deep dive, look in the mirror, and really just ask yourself, you know, am I really honestly doing everything I need to do to reach my full potential? Um, because, you know, you can lie to the world, but you can't lie to yourself. Um, so with that being said, not only just asking yourself that question, but embracing the answer and doing something about it, I think that's that's more than half of the battle. You know, first you have to understand the spark, then you'll understand the flame. So if you know you're not doing what you need to do, you got to kind of evaluate that and see what changes need to be made in order for you to reach your ultimate goals. Um, and just stay encouraged. That's, that's, really, that's really it. As long as we stay encouraged, you know, nothing can stop you because the only time you lose is when you quit. Now, that's really honestly what I believe. It's oh, amazing. And also we're proof positive that uh, talking to your Lyft driver can uh, yield fantastic new friendships that will live on and on and on. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. It has been such a pleasure having you on my show today. Michael, thank you for the opportunity. I had a great time. Uh, you're so fun. You're so lively. Um, and you have great hair. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.